and welcome to episode 12. So it is the middle of um, the holiday season and uh, our brains are a little fried. And actually we thought this was episode 13, but now we know that it's number 12. <laughs> so <laughs> here we are. And um, before we begin, um, I do want to plug an upcoming event that is happening on January 7th in York. And that is the Susan Miller Make Music Festival. We encourage you to join the York Music Teachers Association, Studio 117, the YC Prep, the York County Honors Choirs, Public Disco Porch, the York Youth and Junior Symphonies, and the Shine Foundation for a day of making music in downtown York. The free event will feature age-appropriate hands-on activities, drop-in sessions for musicians of all ages and levels, and live performances by students and professionals throughout the day at the Appel Center, and Market View Arts, Heidelberg UCC, St. John Episcopal Church, Creative York, and York Central Market House. So make a day of it and come and sample all that is being offered. And it sounds like a really exciting day, and actually we are going to be involved. Um, Life Between the Notes is going to be involved. And actually, Morgan will be there. I'm unable to be there due to some prior commitments. Um, but she will be conducting short interviews like we have here on Life Between the Notes. Um, so, and both uh, with children and adults. Um, and we can um, discuss what music means to them and the imp impact that it has had on them and their family. So, we're really excited about the event and it sounds really fun and really creative. Mm -hmm. And I think the this is the, the brainchild of Gretchen Decker, who um, was uh, a previous guest on our show. Um, and she had asked us to to be a part of this. And I think it's a it's a really cool thing. And I think kids will find yeah. it to be. Yeah, I hope lots of people show up. It sounds really exciting. I think what like a cool thing as a kid who's interested in music, like all these different stations and you can try instruments and there's auditions and podcasts. There are a ton of different um, uh, organizations that are involved and there are different locations. So it's essentially, and I believe it's between 10 and four on that day on so. January 7th. So you have time to take the day and and um, see what is being offered. So pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, very neat. Yeah. yeah. So um, Morgan is back from her hiatus, <laughs> which was not necessarily planned, and we're we've been kind of on a hiatus. Um, and well, it's just been busy uh, for both of us. And um, so, what have you been up to? Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because you said that. I'm thinking, like, did I take a hiatus? I mean, like, we haven't been together. <laughs> like, I don't know what I was right. doing. No, it's, it, yeah, just been a busy, yeah, busy fall. I mean, you had a busier fall than I did, I think. I, my, my beginning of my school year was sort of wrapped up in moving and, um, mm. like, doing just a ton of house projects. <laughs> and, right. Uh, you did a lot yeah. of painting. I saw lots of painting on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, I've learned so much about paint finishes, <laughs> taping, edging. Oh, taping is the worst part. Yeah, but it makes it worth, it's worth it. Because oh, yes. then it's way better than edging. Because we tried oh, edging, like, on one side of one room. And I was like, nope, <laughs> we're not doing this. It takes too long. So, um, yeah, it's yeah. just, you know, just that chaos of, like, getting your personal life situated and then work, um, and, you know, fortunately work is busy, but yeah, it just, it's like, there's no time left over at the end of things. Um, uh -huh. You know, when you're like trying to do house projects and gig on the weekends and teach during the week. So it's just, yeah, not anything like so unusual, but just the way it goes sometimes. But, yeah. It just mm -hmm. adds <laughs> yes. more to yes. everything that you're already doing. And yeah. yeah. And when you're not, but you go ahead. No, no, I just, it's like, you're right when you're not like when your space changes and my office, like I didn't want to unpack things until I had painted because like you can see all that sheet music back there. I'm not moving it around how many times, you know, so until you can paint and then put up shelves 
and then unpack. It just takes time. So it was like, you know, feeling sort of like not having access to things for a couple months and um, yeah, mm-hmm. tough transition yeah. apart. Yeah. Yeah. Just chaotic. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah, I was like joking with my students all like during the beginning of the school year. This is like not my choice mode of operation. This sort of like, well, I have that piece of music, but it's at the bottom of a box or like, oh, I didn't plan to bring that because I didn't have anywhere to leave myself a note. <laughs> you know, it's just that's not like my usual. So I think definitely adds a yeah. layer of stress when you've got that sort of chaos going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is actually kind of my usual. <laughs> I try, you know, I try to be organized, like, and I'm okay for a while, and then things just scatter, mm-hmm. music, uh, and that kind of thing, so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I do yeah. organizational stuff, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so, and, yeah, and so we haven't um, actually done any episodes for a while and part of it too was I mean I I've been busy too with and probably I mean I've been posting about this on social media almost every day in December but I had um, recorded uh, Midwinter's Gift this um, album with uh, oboe piano music and so and and it's that it was a whole other kind of chaos added on to trying to do the regular thing Um, and that's um, actually partly well, that is what we're going to talk about today is um, discussing um, that holiday stress that mm-hmm. everybody feels, whether you're a musician or not. But we wanted to talk today about how um, it affects musicians mm-hmm. uh, because, of course, things just get busier. Um, and like if you if you have kids, things get busier with them. If uh, And then when you're... Um, a musician of course there are more gigs because people want to hear more Christmas music and um, there's just added pressure and um, and just with the time constraints and so Morgan like what has your experience been with gigging over the holidays? Well I mean first of all I think that your album that you recorded one sounds amazing but two like it's no small undertaking like you totally I I think people don't realize what a massive project that is and then when people do it like you know even if you've probably even if you've signed my friends that have recorded with different labels and things the promotion of your album really sits with you so if you choose to do it on your own and you put all of this effort into it and then that work that goes with it and you have to hope that people are receptive and enjoy it and want to listen and I mean it's a lot so I think it's pretty amazing what you and Francis have done Um, oh thank you yeah like super impressed with that and I think it's like deserves a moment (laughs) here (laughs) well thank you yeah well and you know and I don't think I realize how much goes into it and um, and she describes it as a marathon um, because I mean it took it has taken an entire year yep. and to think of all that like you know went into it and all the different pieces that have to you know from like the planning the commissioning of pieces the planning and then yeah. um, and then the practicing and then um, the actual recording and then getting it out there and actually creating yeah. the physical cd and yeah it's um but thank you (laughs) yeah yeah i mean and like how little of that is your actual performance and how much of it is other stuff (laughs) so you know it's like a big it just i think also that's indicative of what we do as musicians where it's like we think that or people think that 90 percent of what we do is this artistry and 10 percent is all this other stuff and it's like so often the other way around it's so hard to find time to work on your craft and so much other you know so many Mm -hmm. other pieces are required so yeah right Mm -hmm. and it yeah it's amazing um how much like you have to deal with like the social media and the promotion of of things Mm -hmm. um and like and and getting it out there and yes you're absolutely right it's kind of like the iceberg you know mm-hmm. what you see on the top that's yeah <laughs> you, you hear the music and it's oh you know but what went you know underneath yep. the water there is like yeah. all of this 
So. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, and that's true, like always for us. Um, yeah. yeah. And it, I think it's one of the hard things about working mostly for yourself too, is um, mm-hmm. even if you have something to offer that you think is really good, you're the person that has to offer it. <laughs> so yeah. um, that's like really, really challenging. But yeah, anyway, right. I didn't mean to derail us from your question, but <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm happy to talk about it, you know, yeah. And, but yeah, right. And there are then other things too with it, which I mean, certainly we could make a whole other episode about this, but you know, like, and just worrying about the, you know, the perception that other people have of, yeah. of all of that. Um, and it's, it's just, it's been interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, in your case too, it's been layered on top of all the regular holiday stuff because it's a holiday album. So like, you know, mm-hmm. that just puts a whole extra spin on the season for you. It does. But, right. And, and and then I was like, well, why did I do this? Cause I'm already, I'm already typically, you know, busy in December and now, you know, kind of compounded that, um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, but it's a great thing like uh, to yeah. be able to share that music I mean I just I I love it obviously myself and so I want and I want people to hear it so yeah yeah and everything comes in seasons so you know mm-hmm. holidays are always busy but this one being busier is its own season of exactly. things yeah mm-hmm. yes it's the way it goes right. yeah right. so but that's like been true I think for my experience gigging and over the holidays and Christmas is an interesting time Christmas and Easter is a flute player, you know, the Mm. Messiah doesn't need us. (laughs) And um, Nutcracker (laughs) does, if you happen to be somewhere that you're doing that, people are doing Nutcracker without canned music, which is not that often, depending on your, like where you're at, the resources of the the groups around you, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so you have to be usually somewhere with like a bigger population and for them to be able to afford to do that kind of production. Um, But you know, it's Christmas can go either way for me. So sometimes people want flute at like Christmas Eve services when things are still very reflective, Um, you know, but it's, it's not always a busy time. Like my Christmas gigs are often just orchestra concerts that are Christmas or holiday themed. Um, So it's, there have been years, like we were talking about this before we hit record, where like I had a year right before COVID, the Christmas right before, I was driving to Philly every night for two weeks for gigs, which was great and so fun. And one of them was at the Kimmel Center and like, I was really enjoying it, but it also was totally insane. (laughs) So, and those were both full ensemble, you know, gigs. It wasn't that somebody was just hiring flute for something or it's not like where you get the brass quintets and that kind of stuff. So I think in some ways, um, it's an interesting season for my instrument and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that definitely is a big part of like this year. I was honestly busier during 2020 recording things because more Uh people wanted to make recordings because there was so little happening. Um, but this year I only had two weekends that were full and Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't sad about it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's nice to have that downtime, uh, certainly when you can get it. Um, yeah. You know, and it's interesting that you bring that up about, um, you know, the certain in- the instrumentation of mm-hmm. it all, um, because we had put this question out there um, on uh, Facebook, you know, asking for people's thoughts on the subject. And um, actually, Ryan Kaufman, um, saxophone player, who we also had interviewed um, mm-hmm. uh, a few episodes back, um, he he brought that up. Uh, he's like, well, you know, for saxophone, you know, there's not a ton, mm-hmm. you know, that is, you know, Christmas related. And right. when he said that, I was like, oh, because I don't, I actually don't think about that because, right. well, you know, oboes are used in Messiah and mm-hmm. which is, you know, uh, and of course, and obviously Nutcracker as well. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I have, I have never played the Nutcracker. Neither have I. No? Actually, the one, oh. the parts of it I have played were playing, I did Fantasia with video oh. one yeah. New Year's, and that's the most of the Nutcracker I've played. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I really just, think some of that's a big product of where I've lived. Yes. Yes. Um, it's just never been available, like even okay. as an option um, to get right. hired for in the places that I've been. 
And typically, typically for those kinds of gigs too, people will hire for or hire the same person year to year. Yeah. Yep. Um, and and that's the way it is, and yeah. that's fine. But mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm kind of um, fearful, actually, of uh, being asked to play the Nutcracker um, in a way. Uh, Messiah, I got that down. I mean, yeah. we're that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Plenty. Yeah. No, I know. And and I think, too, like, you know, yes, flute doesn't get used for, like, some of the traditional things. I mean, there are church services or, like, you have a trio. Yeah. Like, people do holiday dinners and luncheons and, you know, services oh, yeah. and there's all kinds of places that you can play. Um, but I think some of it too depends on how much you put yourself out there for it. Like what communities of players you're involved in. So, mm-hmm. you know, I will play church services, but not as often as some people. So it's like, what circles are you in? And yeah. where are you sort of like, I hate to say promoting because that seems wrong for the conversation, but where are you sort of promoting yourself to work um, makes yeah. a big difference in where you get hired at this time of year right right yeah Mm -hmm. so and it's yeah and that too that there are different pockets of and 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 circles of like you say church musicians and then there are the shows musicals there are you know um well high schools you know and yeah and all different kinds of um venues so Mm -hmm. um so we had asked other musicians like i said and and we got responses from now I would who I would call like career musicians. Um, I don't know right. if there's another word for it, but you know, people who are you know, performers essentially yeah. and, and gigging and um, gigging is pretty much what they do as well as uh, teaching privately and that, that kind of thing. Um, but then there were also responses from people who have, you know, full-time jobs and, um, and gig on the weekends when they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we asked them for their input. And so here are some of the biggest points that were made. And I'm going to bring up actually five uh, different things that we gathered from people. And mm-hmm. and these are the, the stressors that um, happen during the holiday season. And of course, number one overall is the stress of being busy. Mm-hmm. And, and managing your time and so one part of that is balancing your family life and work um somebody mentioned missing social gatherings um to be able to play gigs um and trying to celebrate and join the and enjoy the holiday while um being gone like most for most of the weekend and that kind of yeah. thing yeah yeah. Uh, I mean, I went to a Christmas party this weekend at 930 after an orchestra concert. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, you know, you fit it in when you can, I guess. But right. yeah, sometimes you, well, we'll talk about like saying no later, but sometimes you have to say no to, to those like yes. family gatherings or social gatherings and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and and, and sometimes, and I think, well, I'm guessing, but that a lot of us as musicians wait to celebrate the holiday after the holiday is over. Um, in fact, like I've been actually, so I've been talking about um, the the album to, to people recently. And the idea for the album had come to me on December 26th. It was the day after Christmas I've been listening to um, a lot of Christmas music, but at the time I was baking cookies, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then people just kind of like, "Why are you baking Christmas cookies on December 26th? Right? You know? right. <laughs> like, that's well, when you can do it. Yeah, that's that's when you have the time, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, but it's but that's that kind of thing. Like sometimes those things, like that you do with your your family, and they just they have to be done afterwards, right? Yeah. And it's funny because I wonder if that's part of why I look forward to New Year's so much. Like I love New Year's and I used to, when Lancaster Symphony used to do New Year's at American Music Theater, I often would get to sub and I loved that gig. Um, But just in general, I look forward to New Year's so much. Um, And then once I had New Year's free, once that wasn't happening anymore, um, we started having a New Year's party. I mean, it was just like, I wonder if that's why 
I, I look forward to that. Uh -huh. <laughs> Is that being on the other side? Probably. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's mm -hmm. your downtime. Mm -hmm. And, and I think, and I think it's especially true, um, with the whole, like being busy for the people who have a full-time job and then plus are, you know, gigging on, on the weekends right. as well. I mean, that, that is tough. And I think, um, you know, a large majority of us, the reason why we got into music is because we love playing our instrument. Mm -hmm. And you're a, a teacher, maybe a public school teacher, and, you know, and you still want to be playing and do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like that to me is, is very difficult because they yeah, you're really getting different. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. And like, it's interesting too, because, um, you know, if you really feel like you need the extra money from the gigs too, I mean, and that's sort of one of the next points taps into that, but, um, but it also brings up an interesting point of like creating some boundaries around what you're willing to do and like what your parameters for gigging are. And are you at a point in your career that you can do that? Because that sort of like feels like a privilege to earn, be a, be in a position that you're not scared to say no. Um, right. right. There's other layers to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was also somebody who mentioned that during this time that they purposely stay busy because the holidays are difficult for them. Yeah. And, um, like just because of like, um, you know, prior f family issues and, um, and Hey, maybe you're actually trying to avoid your family. I don't know, you know, yeah, but, right. you know at least the extended family, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but, you know, sometimes it's easier to, to stay busy. So yeah. you don't have to you know, think about those things. And yeah, it's mm -hmm. be tough. Mm -hmm. um, the second point, um, was the stress of inconsistency um, during this time. And, and, you know, and this certainly, I think this happens for all of us, um, that it kind of ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. um, that, and like you said earlier, you know, that this year has been light for you. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and I, and, but you've been like super busy on, and others and, and it's the same for me as well. Mm -hmm. And all of us really, um, you know, and, and part of it, I mean, it could be an economy thing as well. Um, it depends yeah. like to some churches, um, you know, can't afford, uh, right. or might be slashing budgets and that kind of thing. And, right. and music, live music is often. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting to think about it. I mean, I, I'm sure the economy has plenty to do with that. Um, and then, you know, the, our whole year, if you're a freelancer can be that way. You, you never quite know what a season will bring. Sometimes it's so busy and you think like, where did this come from? Like I have more gigs lined up for January than I had for December and November combined. Wow. That yeah. almost never happens because That's people rare, huh? eat up their budgets, you know, and who wants to go out in the dead of winter after Christmas? So I don't know if people were sort of spreading themselves out and having that same sense that I do that there's just so much holiday stuff happening this year. So they planned for other things or, you know, maybe they thought they'd have a more captive audience because there's less going on, but I just, mm -hmm. what, what's the reason for it? Who knows? But it, it's very yeah. unpredictable. Yeah. 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 And actually um, there is an, a school district, well, it's central York um, school district. They have their, concert in January yes um, mm -hmm. and I, I don't know if it's a holiday concert per se I don't know that yeah. but uh, but they they don't have a December concert and they have it I think it's like you know the just a week into January or something mm -hmm. um which uh yeah is is smart <laughs> I, I think, think so <laughs> because because of yeah. the uh, bombardment of everything that happens mm -hmm. in December so yeah. Um, and I think, and I don't know too, it could be a post COVID kind of thing too, as well as, um, you know, as far as the inconsistency and, um, and the hiring of, of musicians as well, but yeah. Um, 
So yeah. Um, the the third point um, is the stress of when to say no, which of course that doesn't just happen in December. <laughs> yeah. Course, oh my gosh. It just happened in December. Yeah. But um, this is obviously this is the time when gigs are typically more plentiful and you and you can't do it all um mm-hmm. we were talking earlier about how often um gigs are on the same date and you know you're asked like four times to play on the same date yes yeah and, and if you say yes to the wrong thing first well then too bad you've already said yes so unless you're you know i for me if that happens and unless I'm like way far in advance and I feel like I, there's plenty of time for, for me to be replaced, um, you know, and they're going to be able to find somebody, uh, you just have to stick with the first thing you say yes to. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's where, you know, some of that professionalism comes mm-hmm. in as well. Yeah. Cause there are some people that don't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and yeah. It, right. It's tough. And, um and sometimes like well so my um my youngest child's birthday is december 5th Mm -hmm. so you know obviously like and there's a point where my husband will be like okay no like this this date needs to be empty you know like yeah because we need to celebrate his birthday because I, I, I want to fill up a calendar, you know, and, and mm-hmm. for, it's, it is so hard to say no, but like this yeah. year, like I literally, I'm like, this is Zach's birthday, you know? Yeah. Keep it, keep it clean and don't put anything on that, on that date. And yeah. um, so but it's and, really hard know. too, because we're primed to want a full calendar that that says something about our skill level or, you know, uh-huh. success. Yes. And, yep. It's really tough. Right. And that actually, you know, that brings up a point that just because you're not busy does not mean that you're a bad musician. No. And it might also mean the opposite. It might mean that you've felt you've, you've reached a level of comfort where, mm-hmm. you know, you can say you can draw a line somewhere. Yes. And in some ways it could be generous because like maybe you're passing that gig off to somebody else who really needs it or to someone who's just trying yeah. to get started or a student. Like I know there's a church that ca- calls me often and I finally said, Hey, you know, here's a couple of my students that can do this and they need this yes. experience and they could use the paycheck. Please yeah. call them next time. You know, it's, it feels good to be in a space and I'm not like saying I'm an amazing musician. It's just saying like, I'm at a point when I can pass some of that stuff off and it helps yeah. me, but it also feels good to be able to share. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And great. So you're able, that you do have students who are able to take that on. <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah. Says a lot about you as well. So well, I don't but, know. I mean, it's just nice to be in that position, but I think the other thing that like, you know, being married, I, I, cause I was like a little older when, when I got married and I had spent a lot of time by myself and I would just work whenever I wanted to work. It didn't matter, you know, what I was doing because I didn't have anyone to, you know, accommodate, like you say about your son's birthday or, um, mm-hmm. like when I got married, Easter is a big holiday in my husband's family. Everybody gets together. Um, you know, I started saying no to Easter gigs because it was a big deal if you were not able to be there with everyone. And it was like, means something to my husband. And obviously that's important to me. So, you know, then it's like, you start thinking about things from a different perspective where it has meaning in your career, but like how much, uh-huh. and am I doing, am I taking all these gigs just for my ego or am I, you know, in a position, if I'm able to say no, sometimes it's uh-huh. important to prioritize the people in your family uh-huh. that are important to you. Um, and right. that's a really tough thing about holiday gigs. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to quote Ryan Kaufman <laughs> again, right. that saying no um, and being busy, it doesn't serve the music, um, mm-hmm. the audience or the person contracting the gig. If I don't have time to prepare sufficiently so and 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 that to me says a lot about his professionalism that he doesn't mm-hmm. want to just take a gig um to take a gig 
and yeah. you know he, he wants to do well he wants to be able to prepare for that gig and and um so so sometimes like you you look at that calendar and like well in reality with all I have going on with my students and, and my family and such you know am I going to have time to yeah. to do this well well and that's something maybe for all of us to consider too is you know we like to think we can do it all but if you're going to show up and not be able to play well because you're so overextended um yeah. you're mm -hmm. not doing yourself any favors at that point um, the fourth point so somebody had mentioned this in one of their comments and i am actually experiencing this at the moment is the the stress of eating poorly mm -hmm. and um so that person had mentioned that they they don't eat well during this time because of a yeah. big this is part of the ramifications of it um and of course this is the time of year when sweets are like readily available and you know you got students giving you candy and uh -huh. um, or your husband like mine like just buys cookies and brings them home and then they're just sitting there and you're like why did you buy these and yeah um but I, it, but to me, it's kind of a vicious cycle because, um, like, I'll, I'll I'll start getting busy, then I start not eating well and not prioritizing it. But then the problem with that is then I'm not feeling well, yeah. uh, and just mostly in the form of not having energy or being mm -hmm. like really crabby. <laughs> not that I'm ever crabby, of course not, but. <laughs> But I know, I know for me personally, like, you know, my, uh, I mean, I am certainly affected by the foods mm -hmm. that I eat and, and, and exhaustion just starts to, to settle in and, yeah. and I just have to be mindful of, of what I'm doing, but I'm, and I, you know, honestly, I have not been doing well with that like the past week or two. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like a very real thing that we only have so much bandwidth. So there's only so many things we can handle. I read this somewhere one time where it's like, mm -hmm. why when we get stressed, we make poor decisions about eating because your brain like literally shuts things off to save energy yes. for what it needs. So it's the same reason, you know, you have like a health, something in the family, like somebody's sick or you're busy at work or what, and like everything kind of just around it seems to go to crap, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. cause you just literally don't have the capacity. So and it's, it's that same sense of just like, this is a short term thing, you know, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't look for ways to help ourselves. But I think that's a big part of it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then the, the sixth one or the sixth, I can't even, I cannot count today. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Yesterday. I mean, this is the way the musician brain works in December. Yesterday in lessons, I always, we sight read a lot of Christmas duets, my students and I in December, cause it's like fun yeah. and it's good practice for sight reading. And, um, yep. we just have a good time. But anyway, so I played in the wrong key, just like blatantly, completely in the wrong key like five times yesterday we'd start and they'd be cooking and I would just <laughs> instantly <laughs> yeah there's no rhyme or reason to it it's it's that same like something shut off and like right all I got. yes oh for <laughs> sure right so I can yeah. count to five on some days but not today but anyway this was the fifth one um and just this the stress of not moving or maybe even like moving too much um and so personally I mean I know that I feel much better after I have moved whether that means mm -hmm. uh, like stretching like even just stretching a little bit helps mm -hmm. um or whether like it's an intense like workout and that kind of thing um you know it definitely helps like get me moving and and energizes my day really one of the first things to go for uh, probably most people would be my guests. I mean, I'm not an expert, but, you know, finding and making the time to, um, to move, um, is, uh, sometimes it's often not a priority and yeah. yeah and like, that's where like habits and that kind of thing like comes in. But, um, but then I also say like, you know, there's also possibly moving too much because I mean, I've also experienced this as well that um if like if i'm doing 
too much as far as exercising and then and I'm also busy and I'm also mm. like stressed about you know something else going on in my life that I mean you know I have certainly burned out uh, you know by yeah. doing all that too so yeah and again it's a little bit like um like you said habits but it's choices it's like forcing yourself to do things you don't want to yeah. um yeah. but it's like it definitely goes both ways like we've had seasons where um we were like getting up and going to the gym really early in the morning. But then when I was busy at work, it was almost like going and doing these big workouts all the time was just like making things worse. <laughs> I was more tired. I was more stressed. I was more sore, you know, because you only have so much energy to use up yeah. during the day. And so you have right. to, you have to find that balance for yourself. It's a lot of, it's like being attentive to yourself, but um, mm -hmm. it's, I think it's James Clear and there's another author maybe Adam Grant. I can't get it. I have to think about that. But they talk a lot about like, how willpower is not really a thing. Like, we can't yeah. lean on our willpower to get us through, you know, it's like seasons like this, where you have to make a decision and make it a habit, you know, where it's like, I, th those really annoying, like cliche suggestions, like park your car further away. And like, you know, yes, it's cold out. But getting some fresh air and like walking further from the car to the store and all these like little things that just they're small but if you can remember to do them will add up so it doesn't feel like this huge undertaking but I think it's so true especially during seasons like like you know now and holiday gigs and all of that but if you're leaning on your willpower too much then everything just sort of unravels on you you said earlier too about it being short term you know mm -hmm. and um because now that I, you know, I know about myself that, okay, in December, yeah, and sometimes actually October through December, like, yeah, I, like, this is the time where, like, I just, I have to, like, lay low, you know, and, yeah. and I know that once January hits, I'm, I'll, I'll be a little more motivated, and I'll have mm -hmm. more time, and so, okay, so I'll just, like, kind of maintain, you yeah. know, like, you know, maybe I'm just, you know, for 15 minutes, you know, doing some yoga or mm -hmm. stretching or um, going for a walk. Um, yep. Unless it's 10 degrees outside. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> then I go to my treadmill. But um, but yeah, so and and just and like kind of not beating yourself up about that either. It's like, OK, yeah. like this, this is the way it is right now. And I can only do so much. And, you know, I'll you know, I can, I can push later. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is like a bigger success than pushing yourself to do 80,000 things all the time is to know yourself right. well enough to know what you need. You know, we can't be 110% all the time. It's just not possible. Um, mm -hmm. And so if you have areas of your life that you need to be at your best, but there's too many things demanding your attention, then some of them are going to have to come back a notch, you know, and, and it's like, my laundry waits longer during December. <laughs> like, oh my word. You know, I have not, like... <laughs> I've not cleaned my house. Right. And I, yeah, I, it's terrible. I, I have laundry on my last week and I was right like now. celebrating myself, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I ran the vacuum. <laughs> it's, so, yeah. It's and, and even when great. you get that time back, like it's not all going to happen right away. So it's like also having those realistic expectations that once you reach the end of your busy season, you're not going to turn around the next day and do all your laundry and deep clean your bathrooms and like catch up on all your email. It's just not all going to happen in one day. And yes. you know, it shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> laundry has a season. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, but so those were the, the, the major stressors that came up. And then, so of course, and we've kind of been talking about this along the way, but, um, these are some ways to cope. And I, you know, I came up with four things, which we've kind of been talking about. And of course, you know, this is in the ideal world. And just because I'm saying this does not mean that I do it like <laughs> all the time or that I'm even yeah. doing it now. Yeah, and like maybe just the things I do well this year, I won't do well next year. That's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just right. trying to be like a little bit aware and like do what you can. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So, so the, first way to, to try and cope, it would be to block out time. 
Um, and, you know, looking ahead and knowing that, you know, and it's sometimes it's hard to like pick a specific date because, okay, so what if you say, okay, December 17th, I'm, you know, I think I'm going to take that day for me, but then you get a call um, for a really, really good gig. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, what are you going to do? Like yeah. being too rigid with yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. So then you can transfer that that time for yourself yes. to another date, you know, or right. another morning or, or something like that. Yeah. And it may even be like looking for pockets of time, you know, maybe it's not a whole day, but it's like, mm -hmm. like looking for space, you know, I really like, I have like that fight with myself to put my phone down and make sure I'm like not spending my evenings just like sucked into media somehow where it's like, I'm sitting down and actually allowing myself to relax for the hour I have at the end of the day after lessons or um, like I know this this month we were better about like like there was a free afternoon and instead of just like sitting around the house it was like well let's go do something like my husband and I together because we you know normally if I have that free afternoon it's like yeah I'm just gonna like sit here in my sweatpants because um, you know it's uh -huh. December um, so it's like looking for little pockets and sort of being intentional maybe about what you do with your time. Maybe you want to sit around in your sweatpants. Like that's also good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe I'll do that today. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah. And so the, yeah, the second one was like, you know, blocking out that downtime and mm -hmm. right. Even if, oh, if it's just like, you know, you could even like on a daily basis, like block out some time, you know, like even if it's only yep. like 10 or 15 minutes, like if it's yes. reading, just sitting, maybe staring mm -hmm. at the wall. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, your and cat. I think yeah. yes, yeah. You know, whatever it is, like I, I think a little bit goes such a long way, especially if you do it consistently. And like I know for me, once the semester ended at Millersville and I had more like daytimes free, um, it meant like, oh, I can like take yoga. I'm not just teaching. So I've just been yeah. like taking a lot of yoga classes and, you know, okay, so yes, it's an hour of the day, but like that time's not always there. So it's like just grabbing it when you can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, or if you're like out running errands and like doing something really small for yourself, like a lot of times if I'm in the car, I'll listen to a podcast and, you know, sometimes it's yeah. like, I don't need to hear more stuff, like just put music on or just like, you know. Mm -hmm be quiet in the car like not be inundated with noise um that could feel like a treat right now um or like <laughs> stopping and getting yourself a coffee while you're out running your errands or yeah yeah definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. and yeah. so the the third point then are of a way to cope would was nutrition um of course we talked about this but you know and eating as well as you can and like and and a lot of that is like preparation yeah this is a tough uh, one. You know, it is tough I you know and again I will go through times where I'm like oh okay I'm actually making a grocery list um or I'm actually like meal planning and but then of course like also takes time and energy to do and just doesn't yeah. always happen but you know you know preparing as much as you can um, yeah yeah and like we were talking about earlier just like enlisting help um you know, oh, yeah. I, I, when I'm really busy and I know sometimes I do it too much, but like, I'll lean on my husband a little bit. Like, can you like prep whatever we're cooking so that when I get home, like I can just throw it in the pan and like, I can do that part of it. There are nights that he will cook when I'm really busy. Cause I'm getting home so late. Um, but some of that too, is like, I've gotten much better over time because it's not just me eating. It's both of us eating. <laughs> so I don't like want to see both of us just let all of our like healthy eating habits go to crap in, in December, you know, so uh -huh. picking things yeah. that make leftovers, like trying to just make, so there's things around for us to go after that aren't just the cookies. Um, and it totally takes some work, but you feel so much better when you do it. Yes. Um, and absolutely. it's like annoying to be so busy right now and come home and cook until nine 30 at night. <laughs> but oh, then yeah. the next day when I can just heat a lunch and then go teach lessons, it's like, it's very worth it, you know? And then there are nights where like, we had this grand plan to cook and we were out late and whatever, and we made frozen pizza. Cause like, you just have to, you know, you have to have, again, it's like that flexibility with yourself. Um, mm -hmm. But I think a lot of it, 
is that it, it absolutely and and I think this is where we all struggle because we just want to have the willpower to do it but a lot of things that are worth doing aren't enjoyable <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, yes. you know planning planning a meal or planning meals for you know however many people for a week during the holiday season just doesn't feel like a good time <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah. yeah yeah and it's right just making yourself do it yeah yeah which brings us to number four which is movement again and mm-hmm. um and 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 we all actually just talked about this but you know whether you you need to scale it down or or sometimes maybe you actually might need to do more um yeah to, to help yourself feel better and and yeah. have more energy um it just it just kind of depends on what you need and i'm i'm a big um pro, uh, proponent of you know listening to your body and yeah you know like is this going to be too much for me today okay well then mm-hmm. i'm defaulting to to walking or yeah. again like stretching and it doesn't even have to be yoga like just stretching yes yeah can be helpful. well and if you're playing a lot during the holidays so it's really important like hand health arm health you know shoulders that stuff mm-hmm. is important you can't you know you can really mess yourself up <laughs> Yes. Um, well, that's, you know, yeah. I, I see a chiropractor, like, because yep. uh, my neck, my entire left side is just yep. always a mess because, yep. <laughs> well, Maintenance. We'll talk. there's a gift to give yourself as a musician. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, I just scheduled a massage for January because I did at some point, like when we were painting, you know, I was having all this cramping in my hands uh, yeah. from all the painting we were doing and my forearms. And then of course that shows up in my playing. And like, I have to get it worked out. I mean, whatever it came from, wherever it originated, you can't ignore stuff like that. So like I had a gig over the weekend with just tons of playing and at the end of it, my hands hurt. And that doesn't usually happen to me. You got to pay attention to yourself. Right. You know, what am I doing? And like, where did it come from? And then, and then make sure you're maintenancing those things. But I think, you know, little things add up. There's so much research now about just like outdoor, being outdoors and like, leisure walking and how important that stuff is for our general health so and that's where it's like I hate the cold and my tendency in the winter is literally just to hibernate like I will sit under a blanket all winter and not do a thing and be fine with that but I know I need more than that so that's like that whole every time I go somewhere and park I think okay like just park a little further away than you want to it's like an extra minute and a half in the cold like you're fine so get the extra outside like fresh air get the extra steps of doing it. Um, and, and I really have to make myself do that stuff. Yeah. But you have to listen to like, just because I want to sit under the blanket, like doesn't mean I should do it sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, Cause you know, there is some truth yeah. to winter being a slow season for a reason. Like we can't go a hundred percent. We were just talking about this all the time and like physically you cannot. So Mm-hmm. You know, if your body's telling you not to do as much, then don't do as much, but find the things that fit. Right, right. Yeah. And actually, like walking the cold, I also hate the cold. And, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, taking a short walk in the cold um, mm-hmm. can be very invigorating, actually. Yes. Yes. Um, and can help your energy mm-hmm. level. Um, plus, if it's sunny, you got that vitamin yep. D going on. But, yeah. Yeah. Once you yeah. get out, it's never as bad as you think it will be. I mean, like we live downtown. And so part of the reason to live down here is to walk places. And I was getting ready to drive to a different post office last week. And I thought, this is so stupid. <laughs> Put your coat on and walk to the post office. Um, but it was cold out. So I didn't want to. You know, that was why, like in my head, I'm like, oh, I'll just drive to the post office. Yeah. No, like put your coat. So I did. And I felt mm-hmm. great afterwards. I'm like, but once you get moving... Yeah, you warm up a little. It's not so bad, right? <laughs> and I'm kind of forced to do that with our dog because I have to figure yeah. out. And and oh man, you know, six a.m. I really do not want to be mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. outside. But yes, this is why I have cats. <laughs> I like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So why I should have a dog. Uh, right. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. it does help for certain things. She certainly did get me walking more. I will say yeah. that. So there are our, our ways to, our stressors and our ways to cope um, through the holiday season for musicians. Um, you know, and we will 
try and practice what we preach. Anything else to add, Morgan? No, I don't think so. I think it's just, you know, some of this stuff, every time we talk about it, it seems obvious. And um, sometimes it's just things we forget because we're in the moment, we're busy. And it's like always just good to talk about it. I think it's good for people to talk about what's hard and what helps them. And even if it's stuff that comes up on repeat, we all know that we need to hear messages like multiple times mm -hmm. for things to stick or for sometimes we just need to hear it a different way to realize how it could fit in our lifestyle. So I just think it's a good conversation to have. Yeah. And especially during this time too, because, you know, I, and I'm extremely forgetful. And so, yeah, kind of like bringing this all to light too, for anybody, you know, who's listening, um, you know, hopefully it will trigger like, oh yes. Okay. Right. Maybe I can do that. Or maybe I should do that. So hopefully mm -hmm. yeah, this is, is this helpful. Okay. Um, we hope everyone is having a great holiday and, um, and that you're able to relax and enjoy the time with your family and friends. Um, 2022 has been so exciting for us uh, to launch this podcast and work on it together. And um, we hope that you guys are enjoying it. Um, and as always, if you have any ideas for shows, um, please message us at lifebetweenthenotes at gmail.com. Um, and certainly too, you know, on, on social media, we're on Facebook and Instagram. And um, if you have, you can also message us there. And if you have any um, questions or ideas, um, you know, we love to hear it. Um, and we will also want to encourage everyone to come out on January 7th, 2023 to the Make Music Festival in downtown York. Um, so Morgan will be there and with many other fantastic musicians in our area. So we are so excited to be a part of that and happy new year to everyone. And thanks for listening. Yeah.